0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. I am Ryan Burklow.
1: And I'm Alex Collins.
0: And today's episode is our 100th episode. Yay! buddy. It's
1: awesome that we made it to 100.
0: Yeah, you know, it's, again, I'm not surprised that uh, we actually recorded 100th. I'm just surprised at how fast 100 episodes has come.
1: Oh, absolutely. It feels like yesterday that we were starting this
0: thing. And so thank you to our listeners. And actually speaking of thank you, uh, we're going to do a little uh, promotion here. And Alex, why don't we talk about the promotion that we're doing for 100 episodes?
1: Yeah, so for our 100th episode, we're giving away uh, 10 gift certificates to breweries. So we're going to give away five via LinkedIn and five via Facebook. Uh, What we're looking for is we're looking for you to go ahead and reshare the, uh, this episode and tag Quantified Financial Partners in your post uh, on LinkedIn or Facebook or both. Uh, we're going to select five of these reshares at random, uh, reach out to you, fight, figure out which uh, brewery you'd like your gift certificate to and, and get you a $50 gift certificate to your brewery of choice.
0: So that's the promotion. Now let's kind of jump into to maybe why people are hopping on to listen to how we can better their finances here. So the the topic at hand today is, how is your social security taxed? Or maybe the question is, can it be taxed?
1: Uh, the answer to the second question is, yes, it can. And uh, it this, this oftentimes shocks people um, because it's tax dollars that they're receiving back. Um, and It's important to understand, like, okay, if you're a 30-year-old, 40-year-old, and you still have 10, 20, 30 years before retirement, why should we care now? That's something that we jump into in the episode here. So
0: that's what we're going to talk about. Before we talk about that, though, what is it we're drinking today, Alex?
1: Yeah, so we're drinking uh, the Eastside IPA. It is from Single Hill Brewing over in Yakima. Uh, it's a uh, 7% IPA um, and it has uh, 40 IBUs. Yes.
0: Yeah, so in terms of IBU, right. That bitterness, it is not nearly as high as a, as a typical IPA is what I would say. Um, it still has that, that hoppy um, taste to it. Um, for those of you that, you know, went to Wazoo and, and whatnot, right. You get the Palouse uh, malt. So you, you'll probably love that aspect, but you know, it, it's, it's a refreshing IPA with, with I would say little bitterness to it.
1: Yeah it's it's not a uh, it's not one of the smack you in the face with uh, with hops IPAs. You're not you're not going to get just a ton of flowers in your face.
0: So if you are in the Yakima area or driving through, make sure you check out the Single Hair Brewing Company. So let's let's dive right in here, Alex. So we gave him a pretty good preview around Social Security. So let's let's start out by doing the formula, explaining the formula as to how to calculate the beginnings of determining whether or not uh, your Social Security will be taxed or at what rate. Yeah. So the
1: all the the numbers that we're going to go ahead and walk through today um, are for somebody who is uh, married filing jointly, and really, what there's this complex convoluted calculation it's it, it's not too bad. We'll actually walk through it here in just a second. Um, but it it can really goof people up because we're creating a calculation for tax purposes that has nothing to do with your taxable income. Um, and so in in trying to explain this to people occasionally, they get confused between, the number that we're using to calculate whether social security is taxable for them and then their actual taxable income. So the formula for creating, for determining whether social security is taxable is to take all of your taxable income and then take one half of your social security and add those numbers together. And if that number is above $32,000, then your Social Security is going to be taxable. If it's between, if it's under forty-four thousand, then it is fifty percent taxable. If it is over forty-four thousand, it is going to be eighty-five percent taxable. What that means is you would then take your uh, amount of Social Security that you receive. Um, for ease of numbers, um, let's just call that thirty-six thousand dollars. And so if we take $36,000 and multiply that by 85%, we wind up with a number just over $30,000. And that is then the amount of taxable income that you show and would pay taxes on.
0: So the key ingredient there, right, is A, the formula to to calculate how much of your Social Security will be taxable, which is what you just described then once we know how much of it is, is taxable, then you can actually calculate your your actual tax rate. Correct. Right, so um, those are the two steps there. The, and we're, Alex and I actually just going through this with a client of ours, where we're actually showing him, look, if you take X amount of dollars more from your traditional 401k, that's taxable income, what that will do is that will actually make your social security 85% taxable, which means even though you're taking more money from your retirement plan, your net take-home will actually be less.
1: Because of the additional dollars that wind up becoming taxable because of uh, the social security. And, and so it, it's this counterproductive or counterintuitive thing that people don't necessarily understand Where you may wind up paying more in taxes than you get by taking extra income because more of your Social Security becomes taxable and therefore you owe more tax dollars on it.
0: So, this gentleman, you know, he's still working. And so, we're now going through this analysis around how to create more tax free income. So, we're looking at possibly converting some of his traditional retirement dollars to roth dollars so that he can take more money and net more money
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's one of those things where you know we absolutely recommend understanding the system and the structure and running the numbers on your own situation so that you understand it one of the things that's important to understand is that those thresholds are not indexed for inflation, and so as we go through time, more and more and more of Social Security is going to wind up being uh, taxed as as income for folks. Um, and so, you know, we hope that we're, we're going to wind up in a situation where um, those thresholds wind up going up over time, uh, but they they may not. Uh, and so, we just need to understand how that works and and what. What the ramifications are for when you retire.
0: Well, and this is a prime example, right? There are certain sayings or, or lines out there. And one of the classic one is you'll be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. In this case for this gentleman, it's true, which is why he, quote unquote, and it's not in quotes, he deferred all of his taxes. And he's now having to rethink everything he's done for the last 30 years because he has kept his lifestyle in control. He would; He's now having to convert money to Roth and now he's questioning, man, I should have done m- more Roth early on. And this isn't a, I, let me make sure I'm being clear here. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have tax deferred dollars, neither is Alex. What we are saying is having that balance so you get to control what tax bracket or the amount of taxes that you'll, be, that you'll pay in retirement. And that's what we're doing for this gentleman currently. Absolutely. And
1: looking at it as long ahead of time as possible, uh, because that gives us the ability to change it more slowly and more effectively than like if he were taking income tomorrow or forced to take income tomorrow, um, we don't have a ramp over which we can make these choices, right? Now, if we've got a two, three, four, five-year time period, we can make some choices and and take a look at like, okay, what's the cost-benefit analysis of taking more income now, showing it through a Roth conversion? And will that allow us to get to a point where um, we can have less uh, tax deferral in retirement. Um, you know, what does that What does that actually look like? How do we fix that? Um, those those types of concepts.
0: So for those of you who are listening that aren't near taking Social Security, right? Maybe you're in your 30s right now. Take this information and now look at what have you been doing? Where have you been putting your dollars? And 30 years from now, 20 years from now, whatever that time frame is. Will you be able to control your tax bracket? Right? If you kept your lifestyle in check, and let's just say Social Security is going to be enough or almost enough for you to have the lifestyle that you want. Okay. Over time, inflation occurs and you're going to need to take more money. And, you know, I hate to admit it, but Social Security doesn't keep pace with inflation one to one, right? It's normally lagging. <laughs> And if you don't believe me, ask any person that's taking social security right now. So that means you probably have to take some from your assets. Well, if all of you have is assets that you've deferred the tax on, you might be setting yourself up for some bad news here.
1: Correct. And there are multiple other structures in retirement that are, are either taxed or whether whether it's tax or whether it's premiums or whether it's uh, whatever the the structure is, there are a couple different versions of this where showing more income will lead towards more cash flow out, whether it is uh, dealing with property taxes or uh, having to pay the the portion that you pay for for Medicare, um, whether it's social security as we're talking about today, there are a host of different issues that, that pop up and it's important for you to understand, okay, what are the choices that I'm making today and how does that affect my cash flow in the future?
0: Think long-term, right? We've all heard that. And I, we understand, I most people at least understand from an investing standpoint, thinking long-term taxation, people don't think of because unfortunately media articles, the common thing out there is make sure you put your first dollar into your 401k plan. They didn't say, make sure you put your first dollar into 401k plan and consider taxes when you pull it out. Right. So we hope this episode was valuable for you. I, that leads us to the question today, Alex.
1: Yeah. The question that we're asking today is what are you doing proactively today to plan for your taxation at retirement?
0: So head over to beardmoney.net and you can a- answer that question of the day at the bottom uh, of that page or if you have any other questions that are bubbling up feel free to reach out to us there. You, you know, we're on a mission to help people understand their money, help untaboo, if that's even a word, uh, talking about money. So if you got value out of this, if you're learning something, we don't charge a fee obviously for this. I guess we could maybe charge a fee and the fee is share the episode and share it with your, with your friends. Cause if you got value out of it, my guess is they will as well. So as always, we hope this value, this episode is viable and Mr. Collins. Cheers.
2: This podcast is for informational purposes only, and is not to be construed as tax legal or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, OSJ333, North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California, 91711, telephone 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, AR Insurance License, number 15319412, CA Insurance License, number 0K24924. Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License, number 7264699, CA Insurance License, number 0H24806. Pinpoint number 2021 Expiration May 2023.